Hi, I'm Karen Osborne, and this is Living in the Sandwich Zone, a place where each week we talk all things parenting, caregiving, juggling life, and reclaiming joy. Hey there, welcome back to Living in the Sandwich Zone. This week's episode for me is delicious. I just am so stoked to be able to um, share with you what I have done in the last couple of days. So if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you will recall that way back when in my early episodes in season one, I had an episode, it was the goat yoga one the importance of scheduling joy on your calendar. So I want to share a scheduled joy moment with you from this last week. Now, I have been transitioning back to work and it has been challenging. I am not going to lie. It has been a hard transition for me. Um, Number one, you know, having been out of lawyer mode for two and a half years, it has been hard to get back into that sort of day-to-day mindset of working. I also find that because of the way I have changed over the last several years, that my ability to focus and concentrate is just... um, not the way it used to be. And so I'm really super sensitive to sound very easily distracted and have a difficult time um, as a result being as productive as I would like to be. And compound that with the fact that I'm learning a new area of law that is not just new to me, but new, like dealing with new laws that just came into effect in January of 2022. It's, um, it's a big learning process. It's what I call kind of a learning cliff, not a learning curve. You're just sort of scaling this very straight up trajectory. So I have been able to kind of sense in myself little waves of overwhelm at times. And in fact, um, a couple Fridays ago, it was, it was twofold. I think it was the the overwhelm of not feeling as productive as I needed to be, but also the very tragic and unexpected passing of one of my colleagues who was a contemporary with me and we actually worked together early on in our careers in the office. And I think that that death really drove home for me yet again that we don't know when we're going to go and that life can change in the blink of an eye and that none of us are promised tomorrow. So with all of that swirling, I knew that in myself, I needed to put something on my calendar that would give me a bit of a break and a bit of a boost. And so I was fortunate that Kathy Heller, who was the 
person that taught my podcast class, was coming to LA to do a two-day live event called Create Your Dream. And that was my gift to myself, was to take two days off of work, to go to this event just by myself, no sidekick friend, you know, I just do, it was what I wanted to do. So I bought my ticket, I carved out the time, took two days off of work, and went to this event. And those two days, I mean, it was like a booster shot for my soul. It was so good. Every single moment of every single day was just off the chart, good soul nourishment. It was just, oh, it was so good. From the moment I walked into the um, meeting room the first day, I knew it was going to be good because, of course, like I said, I went and I just decided to go by myself. But who do I run into in line but a friend of mine that I've known for many, many years just from my neighborhood? Um, so that was that was a wild connection. And then we go into the meeting room and I hear somebody call my name, Karen. And it happens to be a friend of mine from the podcast class last fall who lives in, get this, who lives in Brisbane, Australia and had traveled over the oceans to come and be in this space. So it was just so cool. And that was the first time we had met in person. We recognized each other from the little Zoom boxes and the interactions we had had online. And we actually belonged to two different groups um, together. And so our paths had crossed virtually for a long time, but this was the first time we had met in person. So that was a super big treat. But overarchingly, what these two days really made me consider and think about is what is my dream that I am reaching for and how do I start taking steps again in that direction? And it's come in fits and starts over my lifetime. I think in the last several years, it's become really crystal clear that I want to make certain changes in my life and I have been doing so um, in fits and starts. This experience though, over the last couple of days, really just relit the pilot light like and cranked up the heat um, just to, in terms of motivation, just to get me going and flowing in that direction. So one of the things that I had the gift and opportunity to do was to ask a question the second day. We had, there were amazing speakers, amazing speakers the entire time. And on that second day, Amy Purdy, who is just an awe-inspiring motivational speaker, um, Amy Purdy's story is unbelievable. What an inspiration Amy Purdy is. She is just amazing. 
So Amy Purdy, at the age of 19, contracted bacterial meningitis and nearly died. I mean, she tells her story and told us that she nearly died, went into the hospital, and was given, I think, a 2% chance of living, um, ultimately was placed in an induced coma, went through tons of surgeries, and ended up having to have her legs amputated below the knee, and also had to have a kidney transplant a couple years later. Well, Amy told her story, and you, you cannot help but be awe-inspired by hearing Amy talk. It was so moving and just, I mean, no words. I have no words. I mean, Amy's story is about fierce resilience. Amy went on to design her own prosthetic legs with ankles that moved in the right way so that she could get back to the sport that she loved, which was snowboarding. And not only did she do that, but she did it and came back to become the first double amputee and a three-time Olympic medalist in the Paralympics in the sport of snowboarding. And then she competed on Dancing with the Stars and came in second place. I mean, her story is just incredibly inspiring. And then Amy was followed up by Candace Nelson. Now, Candace Nelson is the Queen O Cupcakes founder and creator of Sprinkles Cupcakes, which is now a global cupcake sensation. Um, and Candace shared her story and also talked about her new book, which is coming out in November. It's called Sweet Success, um, and it's basically a guide to becoming an entrepreneur. So after Candace talks, Kathy Heller opens it up for Q&A to the audience to ask questions. And on day one, one of the exercises we did was to write down what it was our aspirational dream was and also what was blocking us from doing it. And for me, it has really distilled down to core financial insecurity. You know, I am the mom of one in college and one on the brink of graduating high school. And so that financial commitment is really real to me right now. I'm really feeling it. I'm also coming off of two and a half years of not working. So that has really impacted our family financially. And I think that that, that fear of failure and risk putting yourself out there to do something new, to take the leap and become an entrepreneur is something I've really, really wanted to do, but have been completely hamstrung by fear, predominantly fear of financial insecurity. So when Kathy looked to the audience and asked that question, first of all, let me backtrack. 
So Candace Nelson tells us a story about how she had this sort of aha moment walking through the grocery store, looking at these sad, tired cupcakes in the plastic clamshells. And she thought to herself, huh, the cupcake really needs a makeover. And that was the inspiration for her to start sprinkles and really elevate the whole concept of what a cupcake looked like, tasted like, how it was packaged, and what it meant to the eater of the cupcake, um, and really highlight all of those aspirational elements of the cupcake upgrade. So I heard that, and she also talked about how in her family there wasn't a model for entrepreneurship. You know, her dad was a corporate lawyer, and that branching out into an entrepreneurial venture, there wasn't really a mentor for her as she looked to do that. And ultimately, she and her husband, her husband left his job in finance, she left her gig, and they plunked down a hefty, hefty, hefty chunk of change simply to just get the right to rent in Beverly Hills, California. Candace shared with us that they had to pay $100,000 just to get the right to rent the location where they opened their first store. So as Candace is talking, you know, I have these questions about financial risk and security and all of that bubbling up in me. So when Kathy Heller opens it up to audience questions, I shoot my hand up and ultimately get called on. So I had the opportunity to go on stage and meet Candace Nelson and meet Kathy Heller and ask my question. So that's what I'm going to play for you today because I feel like there are a lot of us right now that are in this place in life where we want to do something different, that we want to change and maybe have a dream of doing something else, yet are kind of in this place of paralysis, not knowing what steps to take, or like me, maybe just being afraid to take the steps that undoubtedly will involve taking a huge, huge financial risk. So here's what I asked, and here's the advice I got from my two-day soul-inspiring experience at Kathy Heller and Friends Create Your Dream Gathering. Okay, so when you first, my name is Karen, and when you first started talking, I think what resonated with me, you said, my dad was a corporate lawyer. There was no model for entrepreneurship. I'm a lawyer. I come from a line where my dad is a cardiologist. I took the path I took not entirely because it was what I should do, but because 
I went to UCLA, almost majored in musical theater, and then the little brain in my head said, no, that's not reliable, that's not, you know, what you should do. And so for me, I think there's a lot, you talk about identity and security, there's a lot tied up in that. So I hear your story and I hear your aha cupcake moment, plastic clamshell. I haven't had that. I haven't had that yet. I, I think I'm getting tripped up in a lot of the financial security issues. I have a son that just started at a private Catholic school. I feel you. And, you know, it's, um, it's hard for me to unplug from the security, the, my constant paycheck. You know, we have two mortgages at the moment. You know, it's like, there's a lot. So how did you, what would you say is your advice to someone who is wanting to step into entrepreneurship and is getting tripped up by financial insecurity when you have people depending on you. You have um, obligations that are going to be put at risk when you jump off to take the plunge to go all in. Great question. I think we have to release ourselves from this idea that there are rules. First of all, that you have to do this right now, that you have to have this aha moment. Take the pressure off yourself for a second. Like, can you be patient? Can you start working on it? Can you plan for, you know, when I'm not paying for private school anymore, that's when I'll be all ready because I'll have been doing all of this stuff on the side and testing my idea and becoming an expert in this field, in this thing. There's something that everyone's heard of these days that wasn't a thing when I was coming up in the uh, entrepreneurship world, and that's a side hustle. And I know that sounds exhausting, but okay, great. You're doing exactly the right thing. So I mentor this baker, and I'm not sure what your side hustle is, but I'll just use this example because it's what I know. But I mentor this baker who, she reached out to me on Instagram to be her mentor, and she did it exactly the right way, and I just loved her product, and I was like, I'm all in. And so we developed this relationship. And she was telling me about her business and her 10,000 person wait list and all these things. And I was like, oh my God, this is incredible, blah, 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 blah. And then later in the conversation, it comes out that she has a full-time job. And I was like, what? Are you kidding me? And so she has been patient. She has built her demand. She has built her customer base. She has built her personal brand online, social media. She has started the messaging so that when she is ready, and by the way, she is now uh, donations, yeah, donations, crowdfunding, her first bakery location and has finally quit her job. And is oh, yes. She was patient with herself and she tested the market and she built that demand. And she did things in a way that I didn't know was even possible. She had a pop-up bakery. That meant that she shipped those orders when she damn well pleased. She did it a few times a year. And in the meantime, she had people salivating for her product. So I think... Give yourself some time. Don't feel this rush. If there's some incredible new technology that you're about to crack, yes, you want to be a first mover and maybe you raise some money and that's your financial security and then you have, you know, somewhere to, to just a soft landing, I guess. Um, but 
I don't want you to stress about going all in right now. Do you find that there's a balance, you know, of we only have so much time. I'm, I'm living through a child in crisis right now that really has brought home to me that we don't, no one is promised tomorrow. No one is promised tomorrow. So there's a fire lit under me mm -hmm. about, you know, I've been a lawyer and it's been a great source of service for me. And then I took your podcasting class, and you know I launched my podcast. By the way, she's the most amazing voice. So I think she has the most amazing voice. Yeah. 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 So yeah. yeah. so when I learned That's about voiceover, I didn't know how to get into it. I didn't have any idea, and I sat on the idea for literally. 10 years and I started I was a lawyer in the public defender's office and I didn't know how to do it and then in those 10 years technology caught up so that people weren't going out on day-to-day -day auditions they would get inboxed in your email and you record at home and push send and then they tell you if you book it and that's how I launched my voiceover career this is, I mean, I have chills right now because the moment you opened your mouth, I was like, you need to be doing voiceovers. In my head, I was like, this one needs to be doing voiceovers or, or starting a podcast because I could listen to your dreamy voice all day. Well, thank you. I'm doing both. And, and podcasting class. Instead of, I'm going to say, 
that if you were to take 90 of those minutes a day, and you know you're on that phone for 90 minutes, if you were to take 90 of those four hours, you're probably somehow on your phone every day, and you did the right things to work on that business, in about six months, you could quit your job. But I'm talking about a level of commitment, like what Amy talked about before. And I'm talking about listening, reading this book, and then doing what she said she did. She started to test it. She cared about each of those first customers. She went back, improved upon it, did it again, did it again. She didn't start out with that modern dot. That didn't get discovered the very first batch of cupcakes or the 12th batch of cupcakes. The first batch of cupcakes was real ugly. Just to be honest, real, real ugly. But made the first batch. Then maybe by batch eight, she sold a batch of cupcakes. Then maybe by the 40th batch. But that doesn't have to be years in the making. But if you took the 90 minutes a day and you had the courage to give your gift away and give yourself permission to do it messy, and you did that 90 minutes a day, putting things in the world, getting feedback, testing them, do you know the amount of momentum that you would get in the next six months? You will be able to fully know this is what's working, this is what's not working. You have all of that on the other side of the courage. It takes about 20 seconds of courage, actually. 20 seconds of full bars of courage. You can send the text, would you like to buy this? You can send the text, have one text, what did you think of that? You can send the text, hey, can I do a pop-up night in your shop? 20 seconds. 20 seconds of full Wi-Fi, full broadband, full bars of courage. Do that every single day, you're gonna say, yeah, that's all I needed. You can muster 20 seconds of courage. The rest of your day, it's okay. If you wanna scroll and watch whatever, <laughs> who's doing what on the Instagram. But 90 seconds, 90 minutes, all it starts with is 20 seconds because that 90 minutes, you're gonna know the next step because when someone responds to that 20 seconds of courage note, you're gonna have plenty to do. Raise your hand if you think you could do that. So now listening to that, you all know, you have an idea of how much I was inspired taking Kathy Heller's podcast class and how it has led me to do it messy, muster those 20 seconds of courage to just put it out there and do something that kind of keeps propelling me forward. I want to take a moment and thank everyone in that audience on Thursday and Friday of last week that just enveloped me with encouragement and motivation and validation. And I mean, there's this saying that you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And I don't know if I distill it down to the five people, but I definitely know that we are incredibly influenced by the people that we surround ourselves with. And my choice to go to this event, this gathering, surrounded me with the most open-hearted, high-vibrational, badass women who are just committed to elevating their lives and creating the life of their dreams. And I couldn't help but be elevated with them. So for me, this choice 
to take the time off of work and immerse myself with these kind of people for those two days was the best possible self-care I could have ever given myself. I can feel it. I can feel the energetic shift. I can feel the up-leveling of my life. And so I want to do more of that. <laughs> um, but, but it really does drive home the point to me about choosing to put things on your schedule to make the time to surround yourself with the people that lift you up. So thank you to everyone who sent me the clips that they recorded, video and audio of this magical moment that I had with Candace Nelson and Kathy Heller because it will be a touchstone for me going forward um, to look back on these two days. All right, my friends. So that's it for today. Just do it. Dream big. Do it. Take the tiniest little step in the direction of your dreams today. I'm Karen Osborne. Thanks for listening to this episode of Living in the Sandwich Zone. If you like this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Like, subscribe, follow the podcast, and share it with a friend. If you're an Apple Podcast listener, one of the best ways you can support me is rating and reviewing the podcast there. You can follow me on Instagram at karen.e.osborne, that's O-S-B-O-R-N-E. Or if you want to become an insider, a club sandwich member, click the link in the show notes and join my private Facebook group. Until next time, remember to add yourself to your caregiving list and take a moment today and do something that brings you joy.